All right, welcome back. Chong, where you been? I've been around. What does that mean? I've been busy. You weren't here for the last podcast. I didn't even know. I forgot. Because I was shopping. I I was at the PGA store, and I thought it was the next day, but I guess it wasn't. That's all right. I missed it. All right, we're going to get a little controversial today. You ready? Yeah. Little controversial. I got a couple uh, things I want to talk about. The first thing is these young kids committing to schools before they're even in high school. Now, I was on Instagram a couple weeks ago during yeah. break, and I came across, you know, I follow Perfect Game. I follow PBR, right? Uh, just because, you know, see what's up. Yeah, but the and thing is, when they commit young, I mean... But we're talking about a a kid who graduates in 2026. They can do that. I mean, what is that? It's, this is 2022, three, four, five, six. That's five years. So that kid's in eighth grade right now. He committed to LSU. Now, is that a verbal commit? It's a verbal. They can't sign until obviously like it's a verbal commit. Yeah, until they're junior in high school, something but, like that. So, if I'm an eighth grader right now, I can just verbally commit to whoever I want, right? Yeah, if they want you. What if they don't? So they want an eighth grader. They commit them and they see what they could do in high school. And then, but what's the commitment here? They gotta see. They see something. That's why they they say. Hey, Are they, or is he just like I'm going to LSU? So I'm you committing can't to do LSU. that. Can't you? You can't, but it's not true. You're lying. Not if you're committing. I mean, you could go and walk on in five years after high school, right? Yeah, but the thing is, if you're verbally committing, you've talked to their scout. So they're talking to eighth graders. Why not? You're telling me that LSU and all these big D1s are talking to eighth graders? Yeah, they're looking for the future. Look at the the Dominican Republic. They're signing 14, 16-year-olds. Signing. Right, but this is the perfect example of schools just looking at bodies. They are. They're just looking at bodies, right? Yes. Now, this is from... I got an article here from Tiger Details, which I assume is an LSU fan site. Arizona 8th grader commits to LSU baseball. This is uh, staff writer David Folsey. Fols? Folsey? Tiger Details. Yeah. You read the heading correctly, it says. Only 14-year-old... Only 14 years old and having yet to complete the 8th grade, Bubba Coleman got the scholarship offer he was hoping for and wasted no time in making his verbal commitment, even though he is five years away from college. And the kid said on Twitter, Jesus, I'm excited to announce my commitment to LSU to further my athletic and academic future. I want to thank my parents for everything that they have done and continue to do. I also want to thank my coaches who helped me get to where I am today. You ain't nowhere. 
You ain't nowhere. You ain't what do you mean where you are today? You ain't nowhere. You ain't played high school ball yet. This is the future? This is what we're looking at? That's the future. This is why I'm kids are you. just not playing high school ball? They're looking for that commitment, the D1 commitment. Oh, and there's a self-scouting report. A self-scouting report. I have quick hands on my swing and supply a lot of pop to all parts of the field. In the field, I have quick feet, good hands, with a solid arm, and carry on my throws. 5'11", 165-pound shortstop slash third baseman out of Tolleson, Arizona. Now, side note, my first coaching job was at Tolleson High School. Now, is this guy, is this kid going to Tolleson High School? He could. The coach is still there, the coach I work for, Scott Richardson. Great yeah. program. Um, is possibly the earliest verbal commitment in the recent history of LSU baseball. But his young age did not stop the likes of Texas, Arizona State, Arizona, Michigan, Duke, Miami, Tennessee, Ole Miss, and Mississippi State from starting to recruit him. Um, I have watched Coach Johnson back during his tenure at the University of Arizona. Now, that's the guy who left, right? U of A? The one yeah, who recruited Cortez, so. right? Yeah, and then... Um, he went to LSU. Yeah, but someone else was supposed to go to uh, Arizona also, and when he left, he he uh, went somewhere else. I mean, it, it sounds like they're like... All these schools are... I cannot believe these schools are looking at 8th graders. The biggest question surrounding Coleman, of course, is his age and why he has committed to LSU this early. It's going to have to happen eventually, so you might as well get it off your plate now while you have the chance. One less thing to worry about. You aren't going to get any better than SEC baseball. All I have to focus on is getting stronger and better. So once I do get to go to Baton Rouge... I will be ready. I can't wait to get to Baton Rouge this spring to take in a couple of games in the 2022 season. The coaching staff was very open and welcoming of the commitment. Coach Johnson's quote to me was, he wasn't worried about the baseball player I am today. He's ready to see the kind of baseball player I will be in five years. So they're gambling, right? Yeah, because they're taking a gamble to that this kid is going to be a top star in high school and before anybody else could ask. But what if he's not? Him. They're just going to they're just going to take it away. They're not going to yeah, sign him for real. Yeah, they're going to take it away, but but what is that saying for the game? It's saying they want first dibs and if he is a star then boom, you got him. Yeah, but is that they're recruiting What is that everywhere. telling these kids though? Right? Yeah. I mean, it's asinine. Yeah, I'd say you could start looking at kids freshman, sophomore year. I mean, what kind of... I mean, the kid's probably in perfect game, right? I mean, he's obviously not just playing Little League baseball. Yeah. 
no. all these big scout teams take these kids to perfect game, and then that's yeah. So I mean, he's probably facing decent talent, right? Yeah, even we we take the kids that are sixteen to eighteen, but that's different because they're older. But is he playing fifteen U? Probably fourteen U. So they. What kind of pitching is he facing? Is he facing that that age group pitching? Right. So oh, this kid is the best we've seen in this age group. We're gonna talk to him. That's basically what they're doing. Yeah, but as we all know, the jump from each different level, right? Yeah, but they all they obviously see that this kid has potential, and so they're going to take the risk and verbally commit him. But they what have it, to see I mean, something. We're assuming that he's going to go into high school, wherever it is, whether it's Tolleson High School or, or you know, a uh, private school yeah you know or if he gets a variant somewhere or whatever you know how things go he yeah. doesn't he's not guaranteed to play for Tolleson High School but um, he still has to perform he has yeah. to perform he's got to obviously start on varsity his first year he doesn't have to I guess but he's probably going to he's, he's probably going to but he still has to produce you know what I mean? Yeah. But I don't know. I mean, it's just weird because you have these kids. It's like he's massive, you know, 5'11", 165. For that age group. For is. an eighth grader, that's a good size. But what if he doesn't grow anymore? Then probably. I mean, he's probably going to grow. But do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I don't blame him at all. You know, I blame the system. I blame these colleges who are looking at players that aren't even in high school yet. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I know as high school coaches, we look at kids who are in middle school. But that's different. Well, because we can't College recruit. is a huge, huge jump. Right, but we're not looking. I mean, we're we're still looking at middle school kids, and there are still programs in this state, in this city, who are recruiting. Yeah, those kids, just like that, just like a college would, you know, which we know isn't right. Yeah, but it's you different know? because we're looking at middle schoolers that are in our zone. Yeah, but we have some that are out of our zone, but with the rules. If they want to come here as a freshman, now they're changing the variance rules. You know what I mean? So they're trying to put a squash on that. But like you have to live here. You can't just come in as a freshman and go anywhere you want. But then there's schools in the district that are magnet schools, right? Like basic. Like basic and Rancho and uh, I think Clark as well. You know, nobody's going to baseball in Clark. You know what I mean? But, but you see all these magnet schools, they're in rough neighborhoods. Yeah, but the thing is, it's not fair. If we don't have a magnet program here, we yeah, can't do the same it, thing that a, a, a similar public is, school can do 
if they're a magnet that they it's could funny you, rancho is one too you see all these magnet schools and the school is ghetto and then you see the baseball teams and then there are all these kids that live in the better neighborhoods that enroll there for a magnet program have a good baseball team you can't you can't live 20 miles away and go there i mean you it's happening you right now but it's I not mean, you have fair. to remember when, when i talked to to zach Kreef on that podcast right yeah basic was they're trying to get him to go there yeah Even though he lived it. here in this area they're trying to get him to drive but you know what happened miles though to go to school because chef ran sn and he's connected with basic well yeah i know and so oh you're this kid's on my scout team we want him at basic right and the and the way the rules are as long as you're an incoming freshman you can go there like that's st- it's still following the rules whether it's right or not you know what i mean whether it was right for those coaches to say hey why don't you come to our school the way that the system is set up you can do that yeah it's not I right can, but it's i can legal. Rec- i can recruit every eighth grader that i want under the variance rules that are changing but under the old variance rules I could recruit any eighth grader I want, as long as he, as long as he's accepted into the school, as long as we have room in the school. Yeah. Then he can come here on a variance, right? But I mean, what is this? I mean, but to me, like any kid, you know, if I was an eighth grader right now, well, I'm verbally committed to, you know, Fullerton. I don't need Fullerton to say, you know, that I'm going to their school or not. Yeah. They're not gonna. They're not gonna say anything. If I post it on my Instagram as an eighth grader, you know that I'm I'm verbally committing to, you know TCU. I can say that all day. No, you can't. You can. You're verbally committed. Do you need them to say that you can say you're verbally committed? I think you have to. What, what are they gonna take down your Instagram post? They're just gonna, gonna say stop you? lying and just. I don't think you could do that. I don't think they care. I think it gives their program. Well, let's say some. This. You're you know, one of the top players, right? Right. And you're going into high school. You're probably you're probably going to one of the bet, better high schools, right? Right. Same thing. That's why all these big, all the top five and five A, they get some of the best talent yeah I mean I get it but like you take guys like um, uh, Weems for example mm-hmm. Durango right like he was probably scouted young yeah and but he Dominario was but, a, but he was showed up to go to he showed up he hit over 500 last year. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he And he was one of the best defensive players. Right. Like Strong he, arm. And we know range. that because he played high school ball. Yeah. You know, having a kid who hasn't even played high school ball, I mean, it, it kind of devalues high school ball is, is kind of what I'm saying, right? It does. Which is why some kids are leaving it. See. It's like, oh, high school ball, you know, to me, 
You know, there, there's too much work there, depending on your coach. Yeah, but what's going to happen when you get into college? Even the minor not, leagues. It's the same thing with uh, Pierce at Arborview. Right? The, I, I coached Pierce when he was a junior, I believe. Right? Yeah. And he, he committed to Arkansas. And I laughed my ass off because I saw that kid every day. And his work ethic was dog shit. I said, no way he's going to make it at Arkansas. So he goes to Arkansas. Doesn't even last a year. Now he's at a JUCO, I think, in Oklahoma. Like, that's, what, that's what's going to happen. Yeah, that's what's going to happen. If you don't have the work ethic, you know what I mean? Yeah. You have a work ethic like some of our boys, they're going to make it far. Yeah, I mean, or not. Look what Selby said. Hager, he had the talent, but what did he do? He worked harder. Yeah, but he, didn't, he said he didn't have the talent like those other guys had. He still had talent. Of course. How many base hits in one season? 70-something? Yeah. Yeah. But again, going from the middle school game to the high school game, it's a it's, big jump. It's a big jump. And then going from the high school game to the college game is even a bigger jump. Yeah. And then to the pros is even a bigger jump. Yeah. And what differentiates you from you other players. You could be committed, but you, won't, you might not last there. Right, but that's not what we want, is it? That's not what we want, but that's what it is. I mean, we're looking at, we're looking at eighth graders and we're looking at their size. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like guys are guys. But what does the major leagues do? They look at size. Not always, though. I mean, isn't most there, of the who, time they who's do. the pitcher, the real skinny black guy who pitches? On what team? He he was. Uh, I can't remember. He's real skinny. Oh, uh, uh, he was on the Cubs. Is that it? Edwards or I don't know. He's a real skinny black yeah. kid. But he's only been in the league for a couple of years, I think. Uh, I'm not you sure. Know? But he's he's not like a massive kid. But look at Joe Kelly, but He still throws 90-something. Joe Kelly's not big at all, and he throws 99. Yeah, no. Pedro I, Martinez, kind of, small guy, but he's throws That's 90, kind of the, the difference, right? Like when I was talking to Zach, like major leagues, you know, any, any word on the major leagues? He's like, yeah, you know, I only throw 91. You know, I don't throw 95. Yeah. And that's what. So you either have to throw ninety-five as a pitcher, no matter what size you are, or as a as a, a position player, you have to be big. But then you have the Altuve's of the world. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. But not too many of Altuve's make it. No, I mean there's obviously talent involved, and there's uh, and once size, you get your opportunity, size, you have to do something. Or you're done. Right. That's what I'm saying. If this kid comes into high school and doesn't perform, then what, the commitment's bullshit. They're just going to take it away. I know. But what is that, what is that establishing for our, our sport? It's establishing that, you know, if you do perfect game and you do all this, you know, all these showcases and all that, you don't need high school. And some kids are buying into that. And sometimes it's the wrong kids that are buying into that. Yeah, it's their decision. It's their life.
true. All we can do is do our thing. If yeah, but he, our, our thing is getting eroded. That's that's part of my point too. This whole idea of high school baseball and winning state titles, it's like it's not good enough. I guess not. I, I mean, just I think I, high school ball will never die. Like back in my day, we didn't play ball to get a D1 scholarship. We played ball to win state titles. And I think today it's not about the state titles. It's not. It's about I see it all the it's time. It's about me. Right? It's about me how I could get right. to the next level. Let me put on social media that I'm committed to LSU. That's basically the chicks what chicks it will is. dig that, right? Is that what it is? No. You know, I just I think it's a disservice uh, to the guys who commit to high school baseball. You know, and who it is, but look, look at like what if this kid doesn't never plays high school baseball? He just plays club ball. That's where we're headed towards. We're headed towards high school baseball being, you know, it's like this summer, right? This summer and every summer, you have these high school teams that play together. But it's not all the better players. No. All the better players are going and playing club ball. Yeah. Perfect game or other, you know, with other teams, whether but it's all-star teams. high school, I think. Do you? I don't know. I don't know anymore. Okay. Look at, look at my uh, buddy. They're not looking at high school. They're looking at eighth graders who aren't even in high school. Yeah. So that tells me that they don't care about high school. Look at my buddy Nolan. Went two years at Vista, finished two years at Dio. You're talking about Kingham, right? Yeah. He played all throughout high school, played in some perfect games. Now he's double-A Braves. You need high school. Right. Most guys want to play for their high school team. But remember the conversation I had with Zach? I said, hey, Zach, did they care? Did Columbia care that you didn't play? your junior year with your high school team? And he was like, no. They said, you know, as, as long as you're getting better, it doesn't matter. So I think a lot of kids are, are seeing that, and they're going, look, I don't have to play high school ball. Besides, Coach Maxwell's an asshole. And he makes me run and, you know, makes me do things this way and that way, and I don't want to do them that way. So and these club I, coaches don't make them right, run. And, right, they don't. Oh, let's just play. They could get you seen. It's more fun. I get it. It's more fun. Right. But I'm here to win state titles. And yeah. to win state titles, it's, you know, when you go to a showcase, you don't, you don't care about winning the game that you're playing in, do you? Mm-hmm. You just you care just that care you do about your what shit. You do. It's all me, me, me. It's not about the team. And I think that's a big difference, and too. And I, I think not all club teams are like that, but most of them are. Yeah, I mean, you want to win at some level because... But what is the if you're not reward winning, of winning in, on a club team? I think it brings it, kids in. It does, but... Oh, these, these guys, um, win. These guys there's win. There's no title. No, you, you can just win the tournaments. Yeah. You know, you can sit Which, there where's the, and get I the mean, get the, the, the cheapo ring nice, and stand there with a banner. I'm I'm a club coach too, and why do you think I still coach high school? Because at the end of the day, no matter what, if you win a ring, 
it's one of the biggest achievements you could do it with baseball. Be. It should be. Uh, but I think that's going away. I don't think as many kids care anymore. I think and what they, they care about care. is what, what's going to happen with them, which it should be both. You know, I try to get players this to is, get to college, right? I don't want yeah. to coach a program where I'm not getting my players to college. Yeah. But look, you do your thing, you win a title, people are going to see you. You keep yeah, winning, they will me. come. It's not about me. I know, but it's it's about these kids. If you're doing something right, you will you will get seen. Well, I will say this. We, we do have a lot more kids than we used to, even though they know through our 14U program and our 16U program that they're going to have to work their ass off. So they're not going away because of that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So there is some evidence that, you know, the way that we do our program with the hard work, the running, the conditioning, the weights, at some level kids want that apparently because we would have less numbers. If kids didn't want to work and grind, then they wouldn't come to our program. They would go somewhere else, right? Yeah. But, you know, a lot of kids just go to where they're supposed to just, go. Just think of last season. We worked way, 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 way harder than Silverado, right? They had talent. Well, they had coaching issues too. but True, but when you have a 1-2 throwing 95-plus, you're beating all these teams. Right, most of them. Would you, would you say our team would have beat 95-plus pitching two, three years ago? No way. Exactly. I mean, we almost did. We almost beat Cortez... Summer but after a sophomore year. I'm saying state championship, like. No, I mean. Majorly. You have to work hard. You have to be a team to win state titles. Oh, yeah. But there's always the exception. You can have a bunch of dudes who could just play ball, and you can win a state title that way. But if you look at 16, Boulder City was a pretty good damn team. Yeah. You know, it wasn't just a bunch of stars. They had a couple guys who could play, and then the rest just got the job done. Yeah, I'm not trying yeah. to dog Gorman. They have a they have a good program, but they had six, seven D1 commits, but then they lost the Dio at yeah, the ballpark. They didn't supposedly they didn't take that one seriously. They won the Southern Championship, and that was like their championship. They yeah supposedly they didn't go into that one thinking that. Uh, it meant that was anything. All right, let's let's move on to this latest story. More controversy in baseball, and I don't want to get yelled at for this, but I probably will. Uh, not that anybody's listening, but <laughs> <laughs> so report from ESPN yesterday. Um, Rachel Bakovic. Yeah, the Ra- Yankees Rachel Bakovic will manage New York Yankees low A minor league affiliate. I think it's the Tampa Tarpoons. Yeah, I heard Does that about sound right? that. Yeah, Tampa Tarpoons. It's funny. I, you know, I went to Instagram. I saw the story on Instagram and all the comments. Uh-huh. People were calling it the Tampa. Because they don't like the Tampa tampons. They don't like change. <laughs> I'll give it to her. If a girl knows what she's doing, 
go for it. But does she? Obviously, because they signed her, right? Did you see her history? No. Former softball catcher at Creighton and New Mexico. Moved from the Cardinals to the Houston Astros in 2016. She was hired as the Latin American Strength and Conditioning Coordinator, a position for which she learned Spanish and later became the Strength and Conditioning Coach at AA Corpus Christi. She briefly held, or she briefly left baseball in 2018 to pursue a second master's degree in the Netherlands, where she also worked with the country's national baseball and softball teams. She then worked for Driveline Baseball, a data-driven baseball center that has trained numerous major leaguers before being hired by New York. Yes, so she has the credentials. Does she? She has the credentials to be a head coach? Why not? A manager? Why not? She has, she's not managed one baseball program in her life. We all got to start somewhere. Nine years ago, she worked at Lululemon and was a waitress. Then she got into strength and conditioning, became a strength and conditioning coach, which is great. Right? That's yeah. fine. I don't care. You're a strength and conditioning coach. And then she goes to the Netherlands and becomes a hitting coach, a baseball hitting coach, even though she's never played baseball in her life, just softball. Then she comes back and becomes a hitting coach in the minor leagues. Like what? Let's be real here. You're telling me of all the coaches out there, all the college coaches, all the college head coaches, all the high school head coaches. Now, I, I, I'm, everyone's going to be like, oh, you're just butthurt that it ain't you. Like, I ain't trying to be uh, a minor league coach for the Yankees. Right, but you're telling me of all the, the college coaches out there and all the ex-major leaguers and all the assistant coaches in the minor leagues for these organizations – all the hitting coaches, all the pitching coaches. You're telling me out of all those people, she's the best person for that job. When she hasn't managed one team at any level in her life. Maybe she could do it, but at the end of the day, it's all politics. Of course it is. Yes. It's all bullshit. It's 2022 bullshit. We have... Didn't, uh, Somebody hire uh, a female GM? Yeah, the Marlins. The Marlins? There is a female uh, coach also on the Giants, the San Francisco Giants. Hey, but if they could do it, they could do it. Well, they can't. Like, so my experience with women in baseball is at Centennial with Danae Benitez. Yeah. And Danae was a good ball player for being a female I'll put it that way like she never started on varsity she was on JV her junior year um, I'm not sure if she started then so she played varsity her senior year obviously but she was just a backup um, she actually had a couple hits against our program yeah um, that's the great, great kid was, uh, she could play ball she's playing with the women's uh, national team the right USA now. team yeah with a bunch of Women. Yeah. She's not playing on the men's team. Yeah. Right. She 
just isn't good enough, right? She doesn't have the physicalness. And I just saw a report of a woman uh, pitching in Australia, I think, against men. And she had pretty good stuff on the mound. You know, you, you can have it. You know, but the odds that you're going to have it more than a guy's going to have it, it's very slim, right? You look at the the Little League World Series. Was it Monet Davis, right? Yeah. She was one of the best ball players in that College World Series. Yeah, they're all 12. Yeah, but where's the, the Girls minor are, league, major league teams looking at her? They're not. Yeah. Because when you're 12, whether you're a boy or a girl, you're pretty much... doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You're physically the same. Now, three years later, when you're a 15-year-old boy and you're a 15-year-old girl, there's going to be some changes there because mm-hmm. boys get stronger and, and everything. But if this, if this woman had the qualifications... You know, she's 35 years old. Never managed a high school team. Never managed a college team. No managerial experience whatsoever. And you're telling me that she's more qualified than any assistant coach in the minors or any head coach at a D1 school? Probably not. Or D3 university or D2? but But what? They're giving her a chance. Yeah, but why? Because it's 2022, and white men are just, that's it. It's over for us. Right? It's over for us. Doors shut. Doors shut, everyone. Right? There's not enough uh, minority coaches in the NFL or the NBA. I, I don't have an answer for that. There's, you know... We're putting people in because of their race or their gender, not because of their abilities. That's the way it is. Yeah, but is it the way it should be? No, but it's the way it is. (laughs) That's it? That's it. It's all political. Yeah, I know. But, you know, I'm sitting here as as a white dude, you know, who and everyone's gonna be like, oh, so sorry for you. Like I ain't crying over here. Yeah, I'm just saying. You're saying the facts. I'm saying what's right should be right. But and if she was qualified, sure, sure. Now you have men that coach women's, let's say basketball. You know, you have men. You know, our softball coach here is a guy. Could I go, you know, could I go from the high school coaching ranks to the softball? You know, should I be a D1 softball head coach? Probably not. I mean, it's different because you're talking about managing a team. Yeah. You know, could I be, uh, I'm a high school pitching coach too. So could I be a college softball pitching coach? Probably not. No way. No. Mechanics are different. Yeah. You know? And. But the thing is, you haven't experienced softball either. That's what I'm saying. You've never played softball. That's like... But are they not the same sport? I mean, that's what... It's not the same sport. I know it's not, but they're kind of saying it's the same sport. If she can, you know, if she can coach hitting at the uh, college or at the 
the softball level, then she should be able to coach hitting at the baseball level. If you've never played golf, would you be a teaching pro? Yeah, but girls golf and boys golf is the same. Golf is golf. Yeah, I'm just saying. You know what I'm saying? If you take a random person and they've never played golf, can they coach golf? No. That's what I'm saying. You need some experience. Yeah, absolutely. You can't be, uh, you can never play poker and just jump in poker and think you're going to, you're going to win. Yeah, I mean. You need experience. Hire, I mean, let's say they hired her as a high school softball or baseball coach. Do we have any? Because every time I go to those meetings, the coaches meetings, it's just dudes. There's no women that coach high school baseball. None. Are there? Except for that club team with that mom who was coaching first base. <laughs> Remember that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, not saying that they couldn't. Could Danae Benitez be a head baseball coach at I a high school? I think so. Absolutely. Because she's experienced Right. It. She's played it before. And she knows what she's doing. Yes. Danae Benitez should be the manager of this Yankees low A ball team. It's all politics. We can't change it. The Yankees organization's gonna do what they want. Of course. So we'll just leave it like that because we're not gonna we're not gonna change their mind. We're not gonna tell them don't. No, hire I mean her. she. She's gonna have to win, right? Yeah. Obviously, they saw something, and so that's why they signed her. You don't see one of us getting signed to the Yankees minor league. You think that's what happened? I think that's what happened. I think they said, we need to make the news here. Let's hire a woman, and we'll do it as a low A, right? It's a publicity stunt. Yeah, it's It's a publicity stunt. And that's what it's going to be, then let it be. I mean, we can't change it. Yeah, but what about the the guys out there who, who would want that job? Who are qualified for that job and got passed up by some chick who worked at Lululemon nine years ago. Yeah, they're going to be pissed, but they can't do anything. What, they're going to sue the Yankees? No. No. Can't do any of that. But I'm just saying, you know, there's a... I follow on Instagram... A site called let me see if I can find it real quick it's on here it's basically an Instagram that has female baseball players I just got to find it real quick. It is... I know it's coming up here. The Guardians. I still can't believe that. Should we talk about the Guardians too? Changing the names. Controversy. Changing the names. The Guardians instead of the Indians. 
It's like we're trying. You can't change. I mean, it's like we're trying to whitewash. It's like you can't name anything the Indians, so we're trying to get rid of the Indians, which is like the opposite of what they want to do, right? At least that's what I think. I mean, you still. It's all controversy. Yeah, you got rid of the Redskins, which I get that one. I mean, it's a derogatory term. But, uh, you know, the Braves, the Chiefs. It might be, but no one said, oh, they're not making fun of them. It's just the name. They're not trying to be racist. It's just their name. No, I mean, it was... If you think about it, if you go to the root of everything, right, it's actually a positive that they name their team the Chiefs, the Indians, the Braves, the Redskins. Now, obviously, the Redskins one is a little bit, uh, right, in 2022. But they definitely did it as a positive and people don't, I don't think people um, realize that, that they did it as a positive, as a way to remember them. And now we're trying to get rid of them, which is, you know, basically the opposite of what they're trying to do. Yeah. Oh, baseball for all. That's what it's called. So, baseball for all. Where girls play, coach, and lead in baseball. Build the future of baseball with us. And, of course, their latest story, Rachel Bakovic. Is that, is that how you say her name? She's on there. And then they have the girl, the lefty in Australia, 17-year-old Genevieve Beacom, made her Australian pro baseball debut. Uh in the Australian Baseball League, throwing a scoreless sixth inning with the Melbourne Aces. And mechanics look pretty good. She's got a decent breaking ball. Left side. But, I mean, she's looks like she's throwing, uh, you know, high 70s. I mean, nothing crazy. And then you got uh, for players on UW Huskies new women's club baseball team, right? Which is fine. I got no problems with that. You know, yeah. Girls want to play baseball together, but trying to play, you know, that's like the boys playing softball. You know, you one day we're gonna see a a female in the major leagues. Now, if you she think doesn't so? perform, they're not going to sign her. You think that's going to happen? It's going to happen one of these days. But if she doesn't perform, they're not going to sign her. They're there to win. October 20, 20th, 2021. First female player joins Portland Pickles baseball team. April 23rd, 2021. They told her she'd have to quit baseball. Now she's a pioneering SF varsity coach. Young women are setting their sights on playing college baseball and making inroads. 
I mean, what's wrong with the... I don't... Oh, there's... That's Danae. Isn't that Danae right there in the middle? Yeah, that's her. Yeah, Danae's on here. Yeah, there she is. Signing autographs. Great kid. She said, always a pleasure and a great experience to represent and be a model for younger girls who have the same dream as me. And like I said, I got no problems, you know, with women's baseball leagues. You know, and if you want to try to play the boys, you know, but you can't go the other way with it. Yeah. They're going to start a professional uh, women's <clears throat> baseball team. Well, are you going to see men trying to play high school softball and college softball? It wouldn't be fair. <laughs> it wouldn't be. But if you're going to go the other way, you go the other way. I mean, we do have, like I said, we do have softball coaches that are men. There's a lot of them. Yeah, there's a lot of them. So, should they be doing it? Should Raul be coaching girls softball here? Yeah, I don't know. They win. You know, but again, he's a manager. Yeah. Is he the hitting coach too? I mean, he could be. You could learn the game. Yeah, you could learn the game. You know, if I have a daughter which I do, and she played softball. But if I raised her on baseball and kind of just drilled baseball into her and showed her the mechanics of baseball, you know, she might be able to play it. Yeah. She might not be able to play it at a high level as some boys would play it, but she might be smart at it enough where she could manage. Yeah. And I and, that, and that's the thing is, like, if, if this woman – was to be a, a successful high school coach and then get a college job and be a successful, you know. But to just to jump in to minor league baseball seems a little political, like you said. It seems a little, you know, yeah. let's do it for a publicity kind of deal. And, and so it happened. That's the way it is. Yeah, that's your take on it? It's the way it is. You can't change it. I can't change it. You can't do nothing about it. You just don't want to get yelled at by anybody. No, it's just you can't change it. So why? Are there any... You can uh, have your opinion, but it doesn't matter. Are there any professional Korean baseball players that are female? No. Would they allow it? I don't know. If they're good enough, right? Yeah, if they're good enough. I mean, if they're not, if they're good enough, the thing is, and they don't take it because they're a girl, then okay, I disagree with that. But I just, they don't need that publicity stunt. They don't. Is that what you're saying? It is. Yeah, they don't need that. They have their teams. These organizations make their decision. Them hiring a, a female so, in Korea is not going to change anything. So what if? I leave or they fire me and they replace me with a female varsity head coach here. Think that'd go over well? Probably not. What if it was Danae? If she if she could do it, go for it. But if it's not working out, something needs to change, like always. Now you have to remember it, it is managing. Right, like head coaching is managing, so you practice plans and 
you know, all of those things. It's not necessarily hitting mechanics or pitching mechanics, even though I do the pitchers too. But, you know, managing a team is different than coaching a team. Does that make sense? Yeah. So as a manager, I hire coaches to coach hitting, to coach pitching. Now, again, I do the pitchers, but typically, you know, you just manage. Um, And those are more specific to the actual um, mechanics of those things. So if you're a woman who is a pitching coach for a softball program, can you come in and be the pitching coach for a baseball program? I think you can. But it's different mechanics. I know. You can learn it. You can sure, learn the mechanics, right? Because as, as a female, you still throw the baseball overhand, right? Women aren't throwing it underhand when they true, throw to first and, and hit cutoffs and all that. So you could learn it, right? But you're, you're already behind because you have all these guys – who have the experience of throwing like that. So you have to work your way up a little bit more. Yeah. Right. But you're seeing this a lot with the firsts, right? First uh, varsity head coaches at the high school level. Um, you're seeing it. Isn't there a – there was a basketball coach, right, in the NBA who was an assistant coach. Okay. And now I think she's the head coach of the Aces, right, our local women's team. Right, so there's there's been assistant coaches, you know, firsts uh, at, in the NBA. Uh, we have the female referees um, in the NFL. We've seen one. I think our JV team had a female umpire once. Yeah. Like as long as you know the rules of the game, you could do you know, it. But you if could you do don't. it because I've never been an um. I've never been a. I I was an umpire like the summer after my senior year, like. Being a baseball player, you can easily transition into an umpire. Being a softball player, you still know the rules. You know, you just have to learn the, the, the rules that are different. Yeah. You know, but things like that, I got no problems with that. You know, having a a woman referee or something. But I think when it comes to special specializing and just throwing somebody in there that's not paid their dues, so to speak. You know, it's like um, it's like high school coaches who are like 22 years old. You know, like I worked my way up, and I believe that's how it should be. I started out as a freshman assistant coach, JV assistant coach, varsity assistant coach, freshman head coach, JV head coach. A lot of I these. Put in, I put in my dues yeah. to get to where I'm at. You know, I didn't become a varsity head coach till I'd already been coaching what, 10, 11 years, and was, you know, 42 years old. Yeah, a lot of these coaches in this valley, they were assistants before. JV, yeah. varsity, There's whatever. only been a handful that, that jump right into varsity. I think Manny did it at Rancho when he was, like, 22. Um, but Selby, JV coach at the Rancho yeah, before. Coach you know, B, the way it used here. to be is you you pay your dues. You pay you know your I mean? dues. You learn the game. You don't go into the you don't go into the military and just become a fucking general, right? You become a scrub pi- uh, private, 
or whatever, right? Whatever, whatever the military rankings are, and you work your way up. You don't see any generals that are 25 years old. No, Police all officers, firefighters. Police officers. You got to pay your dues. You're a patrol officer. Then you can become a detective like five years after that. You don't see Sergeant. A, you don't see chief of polices that are 23 years old. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you have to work your way up. You got to know and experience. President of the United States. Unless you're Donald Trump, I guess. You can just roll, run right into it. But he still has 70 years of life experience to do that. You're not going to see a business too. Like, you only have to be economy. 35 years old to be president. You don't see nobody just jumping in, being president at 35, not being in Congress, not being, you know, a mayor or a governor. You know, again, Trump is the exception. But again, but he has experience he's, he, in he, the economy. Right. He's a businessman, and he just he's popular. You know, people yeah. know him. You know, you have to be known. Yeah. Um, but it's just, I don't know. It's crazy to me. Like I got no problems of her being a manager if she had the experience, paid her dues. Yeah. But she didn't pay her dues. And that's, yes, that's your opinion. Well, yeah, that's the whole point of this podcast. Yep. It's our opinions. Yeah. You know, people aren't going to like them, or they will, or whatever. Yeah. There's always two Free speech, baby. Welcome to America. Yeah. First Amendment. We can say what we want. Yeah. Now, there's ramifications because, you know, people can yell at us, but whatever. There's two yeah. sides in everything. Yeah. I'm not trying to be a, a sexist uh, white male pig here. I'm just saying, you know, if we're going to put people in positions, they, they should be the best person for the job. Yeah. Um, and not done just for publicity. And that's or the whole world is who you know. Yeah, and I, I wish her well, yeah, and no. hopefully she's successful at that. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I wish all the athletes well. You want to play uh, baseball? Play baseball. You know, softball's kind of weird. Um, and give it a shot. You know, if you want to play with the boys, give it a shot. If not, you know, we should have some girls' leagues. Yeah. You know, just like we have men's softball leagues. You know, because you're not going to see. I don't think you're going to see a, a female playing NBA. No way. I don't think you're going to see a, a female playing NFL. You know, tennis is segregated. You know, you're not going to see. I mean, we have seen. What was it? The Billie Jean King versus that old guy. I don't. Know. That was back in what the '70s when Billie Jean King played that that old guy, that older guy, and and beat him or whatever. Like, but you're not going to take. You know, Serena Williams is probably the closest that could handle beating a Roger guy. Federer. Yeah, I mean, who's going to win? Rafael Nadal. Who's going to win between Djokovic. Djokovic and Serena Williams? Joker. I think it'd be close, though. She can play some tennis. She can. You know, golf. You know, if you move the ladies back to the male tees, they're not going to win nothing. What was it? Uh, Annika Sorenstam. She tried that, right? And Michelle Wee. They played in some male tournaments, right? Yeah. Did they win? No. No. And then even in driving, how many races did Danica Patrick win when she raced with the men in NASCAR? 
zero. And that's just driving a car. The car does all the work. You just steer it. You know, but she couldn't even win a race then. You know, you, you they're separate for a reason because of the competition. It's more equal. Mm-hmm. You know, but if you want to, you know, play with the boys, you know, I guess baseball is one of the closest sports that you can do it. But it's still behind. You know what yeah. I mean? But anyway, that's all I got. You got anything? Nope. You know, controversial issues in baseball, they're going to happen more yeah. every year. And uh, hopefully they can. Uh, figure out this uh, arbitration whatever bullshit they're going through and mm-hmm. we can have a season this year these MLB boys yep alright that's it till next time Chong I'll see ya we'll see you soon alright <laughs> <laughs>